Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Lindsay and Kristen with the Booze and Books podcast here with your seventh episode. Shocking that we've made it this far. So, yeah. Seven months. Has it been seven months? I guess. No. Kind of. Well, one book a month. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, never mind. Seven months. Maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll go like with seven more? months. It feels like less. I don't know why. Yeah, I agree. It feels like four. Yeah. But it's not. At least seven. <laughs> it's the new year, so hey. Fair, fair. I guess technically we started doing in July, so yeah. I was like, January? We did not start in January. I'm seriously going to say We had our book club for a while, but. Yeah, we didn't even come up with this idea until May. That's that's true. Yeah, drunkenly, like we normally do. (laughs) Best ideas ever. Uh, Most of the time. Um, but yeah, so for this episode, we are doing a romance chiclet novel. I like to say chiclet because it's not like the true, I think, nor Roberts kind of romance novels. This one you mean? Yeah. This book. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I said chiclet too. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Because I don't think it's a true romance fit. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. And I like chicken ones. Anyways, okay, so anyways. Um, but yeah, I finally got Lindsay to agree to read it, which did. <laughs> I'm still shocked at. It wasn't that bad. Spoiler alert. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I know. I Yeah, we'll get more into that because we're obviously going to talk about it. But yeah, finally got her agreed. So yes. win for the podcast and me. <laughs> yeah, I would say win for everyone. Yeah. I got to experience something new. Exactly. Yeah. We won't be doing any Western romances or Westerns in, at all. That so terrible. I know. I <laughs> Please no. <laughs> <laughs> this book just mentioned Western romance and like this one chick loved them. Or historical, sorry. Historical is one that I'm looking even at. sounds worse. I know. Actually, no, historical sounds better. Actually, it does. But yeah. it sounds just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this episode, the seventh episode is called 19 Crimes of Sin. Took a while, made us, I well, I felt a little panicked trying to think of what kind of wine we could get to go with this. I didn't at all. <laughs> no, you didn't panic? Not really. No? I don't know. Maybe because I wasn't at the liquor store looking at the Maybe. wine. I was just like, I was holy like, shit. Eh, we'll find something. That's <laughs> fine. That's true. But as you got from the title, it's 19 Crimes. So I think that's just, yeah, that's just the title of the wine. Um... <laughs> So, nothing special with that. But yeah, we're drinking 19 Crimes. But before we get into the wine, um, the book that we are reviewing today is Sin by Emma Hart. It's um, it's part of a two-book series, but uh, each of the books are standalone. So, like, I've read both, but, like, Lindsay doesn't need to read the second one to see what happens or anything. I kind of want to read it, though, which is crazier, so. Oh, we're making progress. So, like, the second book, is it... Like, you mentioned you don't need to read them both. So, if I were just to come into, like, Lust, which is the second book, yeah, I would be fine. Yeah. Okay. it's It mentions um, Damien a little bit, but it's his sister. Oh. 
It's like, like a, a sister. Oh. So like, we'll get more into Is this Dahlia other thing. Not in it? Um. So you know where near the end where yeah. they met? Yeah. When she met up with them. Yeah. That part comes near, I think, in the middle or halfway oh. through her book in Lust. So That's they're cool. briefly mentioned and like more so Damien just because of like yeah obviously sibling and like but he, they're not really mentioned it's more about her and her like life that's crazy but um yeah so that's why i mean like you don't need to read both oh that's interesting like and it's you could read hers first yeah. if you wanted to or not read lust or read lust and not read sin you don't have to read both okay because they're it's nice having books like that where they're like yeah. part of a series yeah but it, they're standalone novels. They, they just yeah, have like characters that like intersect. Which I like. But huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I dig it. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, and as we mentioned, if you guys want to listen or read her Emma Hart's next book in this series, it's Lust. It's also based in Vegas. Um and yes, this book is based in Vegas, which I thought was kind of cool. I New did area. Too. I liked it. Um but yeah. So Emma Hart, love her books. I've like read all of them. I devoured like every single one, and I just finished her newest one, Tequila Tequila. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, obsessed. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. So to find out more about the books that we're reading or what we're reading now and everything, um, you should check out our Instagram page, which is boozeandbooks.podcast. Um, as we try and post or at least do stories of books that we're currently reading, um, or th- alcohol that we're currently drinking <laughs> at the time too. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys seen a lot of dome beers <laughs> going on in there. Um, but, uh, we also definitely post the books that we're reading that month for this podcast and like it'll list at the top what book we're reading if you get onto the thing and then are like oh like what one are they doing this month like it is updated i update it every <laughs> Lindsay's like oh shit have we like updated well, I it wonder, I, was like, I don't actually know but, you know <laughs> i've updated the last two really not all of it <laughs> we're gonna make me sound like an alcohol <laughs> All these I don't mean that. I mean, she's the one that comes up with, like, all the hashtags, and she does, like, all the awesome, like, commentary on the posts, and she's the one that actually puts January's book in here, because I don't even think to do that, so, yes. Yeah, no, I think it's just because of uh, when we worked our chapters, and uh, I did social media there. It's perfect. (laughs) Well, one of us has to remember, because I think otherwise it'd still be showing, like, Two months ago, three months ago, his book, which I don't even remember what that one was. You might not even have a book on it. It really uh, to me. Um, but yeah, so check out our Instagram page. It's boozeandbooks.podcast. Um, throw out a follow and then, you know, like her shit because we'll love you for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now on to the wine that we're drinking. So there's no white this week. There is no white. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know if 19 Crowns has. I looked. I don't think they do. Or if they do, 
It's an Australian it's wine. Very rare to find. So either were the two liquor stores her and I went to because we went to two different ones to get all <laughs> to get the three wines. Yeah, all three. Um, and like maybe they just sell in Australia. I'm not sure, but yeah, no white. That's and yeah, which is it's okay. It's a nice mix. You know, it's it's cold where we are. Red's a nice winter. addition to the yeah. cold. Getting her to drink more red. This hey, episode. Hey, I love red. I'll take the red. <laughs> like a heavier wine in the winter. It's I true. I tell you. The way it's been this... Well, actually, no, this week's been pretty nice out. Today's right. cold. Ish. It was pretty sunny. Okay. The wind was bad. This afternoon, AK, when it became know. dark around like four or five. <laughs> no, but, you know. Well, I guess I had wet hair. I went and worked out. <laughs> it was cold outside. <laughs> But we got Shiraz, um, a Cabernet, and then we also got a red blend, which I have no clue what kind of wine is. I don't either, and I won't tell you. Yeah, so. so, It's a guessing game? I guess I can look it up and see if it tells us. I know. But uh, there is a story on the back, which Lindsay can read. I don't want to read this whole thing. But you want to. I'll read it because she's making me. I'm just kidding. It's pretty interesting. So, 19 Crimes, uh, actually, oh, sorry. So, 19 Crimes of the Wine is based off of 19 crimes that turned criminals into colonists. Uh, upon conviction, these rogues, guilty of at least one of these 19 crimes, were sentenced to live in Australia, which is, this is all factual, um, rather than death. So, these are known, uh, this is the Red Blend kind of story on it. Um, these people were known as the Banished. Um, and this wine, which is the 19 Crimes Red Blend, uh, is known as the Banished, and it's a tribute to James McNally Wilson, uh, who lived from 1832 to 1981. Um, and in 1866, Wilson was court-martialed for desertion and mutinous conduct and placed aboard the last uh, convict ship to sail to Australia. So then in 1876, Wilson survived a dangerous escape from the prison, um, and fled to New York, where he spent his remaining years in the U.S. to learn more. Oh, oh sorry, <laughs> I got ahead of myself. <laughs> to learn more <laughs> about this story, you can visit 19crimes.com. Um, so, if you're interested more in it, like how she was like describing it all, like the 19 Crimes website actually goes like way more, and like there's an app that you can download. So these ones are cool because like if you um, download this app and I think you can do it off something else. I don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. the labels come to life and will tell you the their app story. Is living labels. I think that's what it was called. It's yeah. Called. And I, yeah, it is. Um, living wine labels. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Cause you can download it's it off their crazy. thing. Oh my God. I wonder what this one is. The banished bottle has like a guy and it's like scratched, scratched out up. and then it's like carved the banished. And I bet it's like a super freaky one. So there is a Chardonnay. What? And thinking about it now, I do remember seeing a Chardonnay. I not try it so bad. Not at the liquor store today, but I think I have seen it at that one before. Thinking about it now. I saw it real bad. Is it um? Is it like a dark bottle, like where you can't see? Yeah, it's a female on it. So there is an another wine That's called the, the Warden. Yeah, so that one's a little bit more. I think it's one of their reserves. Yeah. Um, I did see that one at the liquor store. I think that one's around twenty-seven. 
and these guys that we all bought, I think, are $18, $19. Yeah, it doesn't tell me what kind of wine that one is. But it there is a Chardonnay. A, it was a Shiraz. Was yeah, it's Shiraz. Jane Castings is on the Ooh. Chardonnay one. So I do remember seeing the bottle now. I do remember seeing it. I just pretty sure it was a Shiraz. I just never saw it when I was at the physical liquor store. But yeah, it'll like go through everything that she just said plus more shit on, on like the wine. <laughs> so visit 19crimes.com. <laughs> yes, they probably have a way better go at this. But um, for the cab, which I'm drinking, um, uh, I guess everything's different. Um, I, since I didn't listen to you. Let's see. <laughs> since I wasn't um, okay, so for this 2017 cab, it celebrates the rules they broke and the culture they built. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to read the rest, <laughs> just in case it's like a repeat. But, yeah, mine's got, the guy on this one's usually the one I typically see on the mm-hmm. label of the Shiraz. But the one yeah, that we that. have for Shiraz today has got a different yeah, person. because there's two Shirazes. I chose the um, Grenache Mataro. The other one is like, I can't even remember what it's called. But mm. it's another Shiraz. There's dose of them. Which is interesting. The reason I chose it is Kristen brought the other one when we were celebrating New Year's Eve. Um, so I was like, oh, we should try something different. So that's another reason. Gotta love it. Yeah, I just tried the red. Or, <laughs> they're <red>? all <laughs> they're all red. <laughs> um, I just tried the cab. It's actually not bad. Oh, you haven't tried it yet? No. Oh. It needs, I think it would probably like need to be aerated, but I think it's not bad. Delicious. Yeah. I I love cab, so to me it's like delicious. It's in your face. It is really good. I actually prefer the red blend, though. Yeah? Yeah. The red blend's more... I'll get drunk on you and not know it because I'm going to drink you really fast. Cab's nice. It's smooth. It's very smooth. I think the red blend's more smooth. Really? Yeah. I think this is more... Oh, yeah. Well, this is, like, more of your standard, like, cabs, I guess. Like, where it's... A little bit more bold and stuff, whereas that's a little bit more... It's more pungent. Not yeah. pungent. That's a terrible word. It's yeah. more like... I don't know. Whiny. <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> These are terrible words to describe this, this red blend. It's like very... Smooth? I don't know. Smooth, but also like... Gets you right in the back of the tongue, which is what I like in a red. It's like... Okay. All over... Even though I tried it, I'm really trying it again. I don't know. I like it. I think this is going to be my go-to 19 crimes, although I need to sh- try the Chardonnay. Oh, man. I knew it. <laughs> Do you want to try it? Sure. <laughs> Currently drinking the third one out of the bottle because I did not classy. bring... We're very classy, and I didn't bring another glass for it. It reminds me of New Year's Eve, where I drank it last. I like the Shiraz better than the Cab. Maybe better than Red Blend. 
I like the cab more, Menshiraz, oh. and then the red blind, my last. But that's because, like, red blind, I know if I had it, I would, like, not pay attention to how much I drank, and I'd probably finish that within, like, a half an hour, 45 but minutes. But as a wine, like, if you had to have one glass of one of these. Cab. Okay. Full I think I would choose the Shiraz. Yeah. Yeah. That's really yeah. The Shiraz, you can't go wrong, and Costco sells it, so it's even cheaper. Because it's, like, twenty over 20 bucks at, like, a regular liquor store. Costco, I think it's, um, I can't fully remember, even though I bought it, like, a week ago, but. She just buys it. I think it's, like, between 11 and 14. What? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why am I not shopping at Costco more for my alcohol? Jeez. I don't know, because it's, like, way cheaper. Because, like, in the States. That's crazy. I got this wine called Phantom, which if you guys look at the Sin um, post on our thing, you would see it because it's one of the uh, wines that I took a photo of. Ah, yes. Um, I got it at Costco, um, not Costco Liquor because their liquor is actually in, you know, the actual <laughs> store, which is crazy that Canada doesn't do that. Anyways, um, that one was like, I think 17 or $16 there and in... A liquor store here, it's 38 Oh, my God. So, even if I convert the 17 like, we'll go with 17 $17 to Canadian, it's still That's not going to be. Crazy. It'd still be over $10 cheaper at Costco. Yeah, no kidding. For that one. It's crazy. No. But, yeah. Like, and that one wasn't too bad, actually. But. Oh, my God. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So, I was, yeah. I was looking at it today, and I was like, like, 37 bucks. That's like a $20 difference, even though it's between Canada and the U.S. Dollars. That's crazy. Uh, I was like, fuck. Right. Yeah. Super good. 19 Crimes. I recommend it. Me like, too. we drink it. The Shiraz, anyways, like, a decent amount. This is actually a wine I've, like, tried many times, and, like, I buy regularly, so I was like, oh, this works perfectly. Yeah. And I know you... I regularly, yeah. yeah, I drink the Shiraz at least regularly. Drinking crimes, if you're listening, we love you. Yes, and follow us. Follow and, you us. You know, if you want to send us uh, free wine. <laughs> follow, rate, review, subscribe. Yes, rate, review, and subscribe, please. Did we get to that part? No. <laughs> you guys should all rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at boozeandbooks.podcast. Woo! Or at lindset. Lind dot said or Kristen dot shoe S H E W for shoe. That's great. Just in case. I was like, why? <laughs> you could spell it S H O E. Which is not my last name. That'd be funny. You should change it to that. <laughs> no. Kristen Shoe. <laughs> no, that's not happening. <laughs> You're right. Kids used to say shoe chuck. It's like throwing a shoe, like chucking a shoe. <laughs> And then I'd chuck my shoe at their head. Anyways. <laughs> you should change your Instagram to shoe.chuck. That's funny. But spell it like shoe. <laughs> I think that's good. So Thank none you. of what she's doing is uh, actually going to happen. So, Whatever. no. I think it's funny. Um, but you can also email us at boozeandbooks.com. So it's B-O-O-O-Z-E-A-N-D. B-O-O-O. KS at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, we we really should have tried harder.
it's getting better. Email? Yeah. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, I hate our email address. Well, we might change that at some point. <laughs> We'd have to dig more into that. But anyways. Okay. So, <laughs> on to the book. After we talked about the wine for a long time. <laughs> Which is not bad. We oh. like wine. Um, but yeah, so this was our first romance slash chiclet book. Um, this is like probably one of the fewer romance kind of novels you've read. What did you think of it? Um. Overall. I really liked it actually. Yeah? <laughs> I didn't find it like, I don't know. I think I, <laughs> I went into it being like, oh, it's going to be super Fifty Shades of Grey style. Even though I know, I know you were like, it's not, nothing like it. And that was, like, kind of what I was thinking. So I was like, oh, this is going to be great because it's going to be like that. Um, but then literally when I started reading it, I was like, uh, it's okay. Like, I liked I liked the beginning. I was like, oh, we're getting right into it. I liked that it was very, like, just easy to read at the beginning and just get immersed into it. Um, yeah, she doesn't really fuck around, in, like, in any of her books no, either. I was like, okay, we're doing this. I was like, that's fine. And then, but also I appreciated that it wasn't super, like, super scandalous throughout the whole book like because then like 50 shades yeah like, throughout the whole yeah because as i was like reading it i was like i'm glad that it's not just like i need to stop saying like um <laughs> i'm glad that it's not just them going at it every page i would say i actually got pretty invested into the story so um oh, the story had more depth than i thought it would I'm sorry to any, like, romance readers out there. Like, I just, honestly, I just kind of thought the genre was not a joke, but I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, this is not, like, something I'd ever be interested in. It's very, in my mind, just very, like, cheesy. Cheesy is a good word. Which is funny, because you do like to watch the Hallmark movies with me. I do? I wouldn't say That's it's like your first weird, go-to. Okay, so, it's my weird guilty pleasure that I'm just, like, it's because I don't have to, like, Pay attention. Not necessarily pay attention. Like the storylines are cute and fluffy and nice, but I'm just like, nothing. I don't have to be like super. I need to pay attention to what's going on because this is a very deep movie. And it's not, not like just, a Marvel movie where you're yeah. like, shit, what just happened? And you're like on the edge of your seat. It's just nice to just like turn off your brain for a little while. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, a lot of the teen romance or teen contemporary movies—that's where I've like turned off my brain, just relaxed and kind of listened to the book. However, this one, I found I actually had to pay attention. So I found it, the story was complex enough that I needed, I couldn't just like Can't hear it in the background thing. and just be like, oh, does not care. Mm -hmm. I found I was caring. I was really, really, really into their backstory. Like I wanted to know. That's yeah. what kept me reading. So Emma Hart did a good job of like enticing you to find out like, Okay, why is Dahlia the way she is? Great, now we know. Why is Damien the way he is? Now we have to wait. And then we yeah. find out. And then you're like, okay. So, overall, I really liked it. Which yeah. I was kind of shocked about. So, does this mean that we uh, might get you to read another romance novel? Well, probably. <laughs> if there, I would definitely read Emma Hart again. Um, I'd probably read Lust. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to download yeah. that. Um, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Do you have to say, I don't know if we're going to talk about... Actually, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for this point. Anyway, what do you think? I know that you've read this already, but... Yeah, I... 
so I got onto Emma Hart via Being Brooke, and right. it was like a free book on eBubs, not eBubs, BookBubs. I don't know where I get the E from. Um, and like free on the iTunes store. So I loved it because like the girl was like a powerful, sassy, like a what? Powerful, sassy. Powerful. Yeah, I was sorry. like, a what? <laughs> I'm having trouble announcing today. No, I don't know why. I just Trust me, I said error later. Oh, fuck. I still have trouble with why? error earlier. Because, like, the guy kind of, like, looked at me. Because I was like, oh. your machine, like, is airing out. And, like, I didn't really fully enunciate it. Like, I did just now. It's hard to say it, like. And yeah. I was kind of, like, out of breath. <laughs> so that's not helping. And, like, two Arr. guys stared at me. And, like, the one was like, what? And the guy was like, error. Airing out. <laughs> Like, and I was like, yeah, just over there. And I walked away. <laughs> I walked away. I went to another machine. I was like, fuck this. What was it? It was an elliptical. It went like inclined. Oh. I kept saying error 40. Oh. And I was like, oh, I don't know. So that was my story from today. Thanks. Um, she, I don't know, she swears a lot. She's got an attitude like I feel like I usually do. And yeah. she talks to her friends like I wish I could talk to my friends. I'm pretty sure my friends would not appreciate me saying you're a slut. <laughs> not saying, like, that's exactly, like, what I would say to her friends. No. But you, you kind of, okay. Just read her books so you'll understand what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, I got hooked on that. I got my friend hooked on it. And my friend got all the books. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, she let me, like borrow like another one and like i ended up downloading them too and i just devoured them within like a month oh yeah like i've read all of her books all the novels oh, just, like recently um about oh, two okay. months ago oh that's or a month recent. and a half ago oh wow so i had to reread this one for this to just kind of like refresh my memory yeah. so we can discuss it but i love her she's like awesome i, love, I liked it and i really like, did as soon like as her writing. new one came out, I, like, got that one, and she's got another one coming out that I'm, like, anticipating. Oh, I don't know. They're just easy reads that are enticing. Like yeah, they're not hard reads, but they're not... They're I not, like, teen. They're not teen. They're harder. Like, they're more... Well, teen contemporary complex. romance. Teen fantasy, you still have to oh, pay God. attention to. Any fantasy, you're like, what did I just yeah, read? Pretty much. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love... I like this book. It was really good. It's one of my, of hers, like, this is one of my top ones, like, being Brooke and, um, the second one to that one. Yeah. Um, those something two are, Carly? like, on something, I think Carly. Oh, there you go. Something Carly. Jason but, Carly? Maybe that sounds right. I remember looking at them. They look interesting. Too. Um, those two, probably, and Best Served Cold. They're, like, on my top, but, like, top five, this is in my top five. I can rate them. Okay, that's fine. There's in there. Yeah. But yeah, this is one of my favorites. Good. And because there's more sex in it. Not saying that it needs to have it, but... No. It, like, it's just, kept it interesting. Well, sorry, no. It adds just, a little bit more adultness to it, I guess. It, it I does. Guess. It keeps it from being, like, I would say just a regular fiction book, maybe? Or maybe just, like, yeah. a, I'd say. Because, yeah, regular fiction doesn't really have a lot of regular, sex like, contemporary, and stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Chiclet type thing. Which I never really thought about, but yeah, they don't really do a lot of that. Or at least not in the way that these this book described yeah. the sex scenes after. No. The other ones might do, but not in this way. No. Yeah, I agree. Um, but if you are looking to buy in this book, they don't sell them in bookstores. 
you have they're only e-versions oh yeah i don't know if about audio i don't i have not looked into that the reason i i couldn't find an audiobook version of this so i didn't i was gonna bring that up i you had a copy so i borrowed yours yeah um and it was the first time i had to read it on my ipad but i couldn't listen to it so i had I have an accessibility control on my phone that um, when you swipe down with two fingers, you turn it on on your settings, but basically it allows you to, um, Siri will read what's on your screen at that point. So I actually would turn her on, turn this accessibility control on, um, on my phone and literally just put my phone to sleep and she, Siri would read me the book. That being said though, it's Siri just reading words. So there's no like inflection and in, like tone. Mm-hmm. It's all very stagnant and very like monotone. Well, Siri tone, I would say. So it's like as if Siri were reading me this book. So there were times, I think that's maybe why I had to pay attention because you're not getting a lot of like the feeling and everything like that. So yeah, I can see that. It was kind of hard. And every time like it would move to the next page, Sin is at the very top and she would like stop and if this like the word is broken up or something she would be like like let's say if it was the word was family but it was like fam illy on the next page yeah she would be like fam sin illy and you could get really confused if you were just listening to it so it was definitely not my favorite way to read the book if i had committed to reading it at home after work just like like physically reading a book yeah i think it would be even better than I thought it was, but I mean, it was still fine. I still got the gist of it and, and actually read it or listened to it, but just there was no like emotion to the reading on it. She definitely likes to listen to things, cause I do. I just find <laughs> the amount of time that I have, it's so much easier. Excuse me to get through a book if I'm listening to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause uh, I've never I tried listening to a book once. Did not go well. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, I love it. My new go-to. I like listening to podcasts if I want to listen to something, but like otherwise, I like to read it. Can you get any of her books in stores now? Um, I looked up in Indigo, and they only came up as like e versions, like co. Wait, oh. no, I was in the states when I looked it up. So I looked it up on Barnes and Nobles, and it was like only um whatever kind of like device thing that they have down there i can't remember you have kobos right kobos yeah yeah okay i think theirs is the nook no that mm. they have something okay, they have something different. Kindle? maybe maybe yeah. it's kindle oh they have something it was like some e-version so yeah as far as i know you can only get them like on electronic That's interesting actually so yeah uh but yeah I can't remember where I started this with. Oh, yeah. Another another book. Okay. <laughs> um, most of her books are in, like, a little series. But they're all standalones. Right. And there's ones that are just standalones where it's just that book and it's done. But the standalones always just, like, are maybe, like, a group of friends. And it goes through, like, the friends or something like that. Okay. So, yeah. It's nice because I sometimes just don't want to read series. Right? Same. Uh, but, yeah. Um, let's go on to the characters. Demon and Dahlia, which I just realized they're both D names. 
And Dahlia, you don't really hear very often. No, I like that name, though. I was thinking of that murder that happened in California. The um, Black Dahlia. Thank you. Yeah. Black Dahlia. But every time I see that's Dahlia, what I was, that's, that's literally me, too. That's of. all I was thinking about. Oh, man. Uh, I wonder who killed her. Anyways. Um, so, what do you think of these two main characters? Like, throughout, like, with Emma Hart, like, her books are always giving you both the guy and the girl point of views. Right. Which is nice. Usually you hear more of the girl's point of view a little bit more. But, uh, well, you know, it's based towards females and it's about the female. So, I can see that. But... You do get a decent amount of chapters of the guy's point of view, so I thought that was kind of good, but what what did you think of that? Of the point of view? Um, like, just the main characters and, like, how it kind of, like, would sometimes go back and forth between them. I liked it. I really, I like books that go back, like, have multiple points of view or multiple yeah. characters that we're hearing from. Um, so I liked that we could hear Dahlia's side and then kind of it would jump to that exact same moment in time yeah but Damien I also enjoyed that she didn't do too much of let's play this story on Dahlia's point of view and then let's backtrack and replay it again in Damien's point of view Um, like she literally picked up where Dahlia left off and just switched to Damien yeah which I I really liked it it was less time being spent going over the same like interaction um and i i just i thought as two main characters in a book uh they were both well represented through their points of view um so i never felt like i agree we heard more of maybe dahlia's side but i never felt like she overshadowed him at all yeah like in the beginning the first like couple of chapters are of her point of view but like that's just kind of like more setting you up for the actual story and everything i thought yeah because yeah like i like the different points of view and like as main characters like especially in this book um well pretty much in all of her books but like we're talking about this one so we're gonna go off this one they're both a strong female and a strong male who likes to dominate. Yeah. But the chick is like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, you think I'm just going to submit to you and be like, say yes to whatever you want, yeah. whether it's dinner or whatever. Like, that's not happening. Right. And she basically tried teaching him manners, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> it was, I liked having her just be like a strong female character. Yeah. Like, they're all like that, and I like that, and, like, okay, I keep bringing up all of her other books, but, like, <laughs> a lot of her books, like, the females, like, re- watch a lot of Friends. Like, it brings up, like, there's a certain, like, oh, really? there are a lot of her books, like, they all have, like, similarities to oh, some things. Oh, really? And, like, one of the things is, like, they watch, or watch a lot of Friends I, episodes. I was about to be like, okay, I don't remember that in the book, but they, I do not in this. Jennifer Aniston, he doesn't like Jennifer Aniston, and he, um, was talking about how he, how they were on a break. <laughs> yeah, like, the Friends were on a break, which, like, the, some of the other books talk about it in, like, way bigger, um instances where um like wow i just i said like a lot or um uh 
they talk about watching Friends way more. Yeah. Like, binge-watching and know how to, like, say everything in the episodes. But, yeah, no. It's kind of a little fun fact about Emma Hart. <laughs> I can't remember, I can't remember the other part, but that's one thing. Yeah. Oh, Red Lipstick. Like, oh, all the females really? were Red Lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, I never wear. Red <laughs> Lipstick in my life. Get some badass Red Lipstick. hmm Fuck you. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I like the fact that like they're two strong characters, and they like kind of like it's battle of wills pretty much. Yeah, agreed. And they, agreed. and it's it's nice because like even though like some books like they have the battle of wills, but the girl always like ends up like submitting to the guy in a way. Yeah. And like sexually and non sexually, but like it's kind of nice in this book because it's like. Their battle of wills, but they each give a little. Like, give yeah, a little they bit. compromise. Yeah, yeah I agree. like maybe not at the same moment or whatever, but like I agree. They basically just end up. They meet halfway eventually. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I like that too. And like, yeah. So, um, Lindsay kind of brought up a little bit about the backstories. Um, what do you think of each of their backstories? Because like. That basically really structured who they are as characters. Exactly. I really liked it. I liked that they were very similar. Um, in that they both lost their parents. Well, a parent, I guess. A parent. Um, and that they kind of were in a dark place because of it. I did not expect... Um, actually, I didn't expect either. I didn't expect her mom to have gotten shot in a drive-by shooting. I didn't yeah. expect his sister to have died of a drug overdose or his mom to have committed suicide. His was way more complex. Like, it was. Dahlia's mom serious. like got shot, yeah, like you said, in the drive-by shooting. And she died which, in the hospital. <laughs> can you read what happened to her mom? Like, the drive-by shooting, like, it wasn't supposed to be her. I the know. hitman or whoever it was. I thought there was going to be more to Got, that. like mixed up and shot the wrong person and I'm kind of like as I read that I was like like I hope that guy didn't get paid because from his employer because like how do you fuck up something like that these people are like professionals you think for doing this kind of job you'd think that they would know to make sure before they kill someone that it's actually the person that they're supposed to be killing that's actually terrible oh my god like it's really bad when you, like, think about it in that way. But, like, at the same time, you're kind of like, he fucked up. Yeah. Technically, that was his job. That's on you, He's probably getting paid for it from whoever. Oh, yeah. If he's a hired So, it's man. like, how did you fuck up that bad? That's, like, a huge fuck yeah, up. Yeah, no kidding. Like, you killed an innocent person. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm purpose. sure the other person might have been innocent, too, but. But this is a full-on innocent person. Yeah, they like, didn't even literally, know that. Literally, yeah. That's crazy. Or do anything or whatever. Like, they didn't tell us. Like, she didn't go into, like, no. any more than the fact that it was, like, drive-by shooting that ended up finding out that yeah. it was not even supposed to be her as intended part Exactly. Which I found, like, not far-fetched. I just found it very, like, well, that's very drastic and something you don't hear all the time. So, I kind of would have liked a little bit more, like, substance around that story. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was still, like, well, okay, I get why you are the way you are. Which she honestly was dealing with it a lot better than I think I would have, but 
she's doing a lot better than there was a movie that came out this year with Jennifer Gardner in it, and it was Peppermint. Oh, yeah? And her family got killed by a drive-by shooting. Oh, really? Which, she ended up going back, uh, going, right. like, underground for, like, five years, and then coming back and killing everyone. Right. So, this character's doing a lot better at this. I mean, maybe she'll rise and do the mm-hmm. same. We'll see. Mind you, her mom died when she was nine, so. Oh, that's true. She's been. That also. Oh, right, and her dad had just died, right? Yeah, and then her dad just died um, at the beginning of the book. He died, right. like, three months before the beginning of, like, the where she, it started. So, like, she lost both her parents. Um, but, like, Damien's is, like, fucked up. Yeah. I think his is more fucked up in a way. Just because there's a lot of, like... Like, like her, hers is pretty hard, like, in the fact of it happened. But yeah. it happened, like, at once. His was... Over a year ongoing since he was like so small that he didn't really know what was going on so like his was more fucked up in the way of emotional that's true hardship and like abuse and stuff like that and physical at the time yeah like he got a scar from it like yeah because you can explain oh no it's just no you go ahead okay i feel like i'm talking a lot no Shut me up. I'm just reliving all of my reading of it. Um, but yeah, like her, or not her, his mom. Yeah, like cheated on her dad. His dad. Right. Fuck. I'm gonna do that a lot. Um. (laughs) So like he described his parents as being super in love, but like his dad was super focused on the business and stuff, and like they had him, and then like his dad just was more got more involved with work yeah. that their marriage kind of fall, fell apart but they didn't want to like give up their marriage but the mom decided to start cheating and she ended up getting pregnant oh. and since they basically were having no sex they, they knew it wasn't she right. couldn't fool him into thinking that the kid was his so she shacks up with the guy that she got pregnant off of and he was abusive and a felon that she didn't no one knew about right oh, and he came the relationship became abusive mentally and verbally and then like but he wouldn't touch um Damien um until he I can't remember exactly what happened I I think it did start with the mom where he like was attacking the mom right, and, and he, he like yeah he tried to stop and he like I think threw through a table and that's how he got the scar oh okay I couldn't remember I can't exactly remember exact specific. um I'm blanking right now on it, but, uh, but yeah, like this guy would never touch the girl because in any way, because, uh, it was, she was his meal ticket. Oh, right. Yeah. Basically. So they got out of that situation and like him and his mom and his sister moved in with their dad or his dad. Right. And it was supposed to be temporary and it ended up not being temporary. And, uh. They kind of got back together. They had another kid. Then she and, like, the girl, like, the youngest sister was perfect, but she was so dark, and she ended up killing herself. Right. But the parents wouldn't believe that, and then the mom couldn't take it anymore, and she killed herself. And then the siblings, the two, oh, and the dad adopted the middle middle sister. Oh, middle, because she was born after Damien, right? Yeah. Um... Which I thought was, like, pretty, like, Dahlia was like, well, uh, she's like, why did your dad adopt this child, like, yeah. your sister? 
So you didn't have to. Yeah. Most people don't really, especially That's since true. it came out of wedlock. His marriage with, uh, his mom's marriage with, uh, his dad, <laughs> and he was like, he literally was simple. Like he was like, because my mom asked him to. Yeah. And he didn't, which I thought was kind of crazy. Especially when you read the book and you're like, hear like his, da- his dad. His dad. How, yeah, how he's a misogynist pig. Yeah. Um, but. That's crazy. Yeah, like I couldn't believe it. And I was just like, uh, yeah. And like the two older siblings, like, just didn't handle things well. And the older sister got pregnant. And right. the Aww. dad said you should abort it and like he agreed with his dad in a moment of weakness and stupidity and yeah basically those two pretty much sum it up he regretted it later saying that to her but the damage was done so he hasn't seen his one sister that's still alive his other sister and his mom are dead and he hasn't dealt with that and he feels so guilty about everything on that feels guilty about his sister that is alive and basically driving her away from saying that you should abort your kid. And then he's stuck with his dad who's an asshole. Who does not deal with any emotion. And he's only 30. I know. And this started before he even really knew what was going on. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's just fucked up shit. So that was way more in depth than I thought I was going to get into with their backstories. But yeah. Their backstories are pretty fucking complex. Yeah, they are, actually. His more so for the fact that it's just more... A lot more moving parts. Yeah. And a lot more hurt kind of went into that. Yeah. I think, but... Yeah. Um, so after Damien said that, like, Dahlia reached out to his sister. Do you think that was... Like... Like, yeah, she met up with his sister. She found out where his sister is. Right. She hasn't been in contact with his sister for, like, um, seven years. Or seven or eight years. Yeah. And he tries to send her money and, like, try and, like... Oh, right, yeah. But, like, she just doesn't, doesn't want anything to do it. with it. So Dahlia reaches out after she finds a way to contact her. And she yeah. meets up with her. Like, would you do that? Ugh, no. I thought that was like a I pretty was a ballsy fucking me too, move. And I was like, I really wanted Damien to be more mad. Honestly, I would have yeah. been. He was fine with it. He was like super fine with it. And I was like, why? Like, I would get pissed. I know. So, or at least even if you're okay with it, have a moment of being pissed. Yeah. Like he didn't seem like he was mad at, about it at no, all. He, he thought was like, it was like, okay, that's a great idea. Yeah, like he thought it was nice. Because he could see how much, like, she wanted to help fix things and, like, all that stuff. But, like, I don't know. His reaction to the thing was, I think, unrealistic. Yeah, I super agree. I like, like, you would have to be highly medicated to have his reaction, I feel like. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, okay, all this stuff happened to you and you're just going to be like, perfect, you found my sister, great, let's figure this out right away. Like, it would not be that easy. It would take some time on both sides parts to like really forgive and like all of that I don't know I just that part I was like "Mm -mm, that's not how it would go in real life I feel I also did not like how um their mutual 
friend who also works for Dahlia. Oh yeah. Um, how he called who he helped Dahlia find out where Damien's sister was. I didn't like how he stepped in and told Damien about it, like right after it happened. It's like if you're gonna do that, wait until the person actually does not step in and tell the person. But like. Because, like, she was, she didn't want to, and she figured that he might be upset, and, like, she kind of, like... Prepared herself for Prepared. Yeah. Like, prepared yeah. herself for what we thought would be a normal reaction. But then, like, he was like, yeah, I know, Fergus told me. And I'm like... I when mean, I first read it... Yeah. And even just rereading it, because I knew that's what happened, but I was just like... When I read it for the first time, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Why wouldn't you let her try about it, like, say something? Exactly. It's not like she cheated. Exactly. <laughs> like, you don't have to threaten and say, I will tell him. Like, yeah. he didn't even... Like, he, I he didn't would, give her the opportunity that I think she was owed. Like, I guess, in all fairness, Fergus is kind of the type of character from what I got. He puts his nose where it doesn't belong. Um, and he's dramatic. Yeah. But I'm just like, at the same time, I just felt like it was an extra, like, level of... Let's just have this character butt in where again his nose doesn't belong yeah i don't know i just yeah i agree that part it definitely lost me when i was reading it too because i was like oh okay this is not how i imagined it happening yeah it was that anticlimactic it was part. exactly exactly that which i felt like should have been a little bit more important i think i moved to sex pretty fast too i'm pretty sure i moved to sex yeah i did from that yeah yeah from that situation. They were just kind of in random areas, the little, like, sex parts, and I was like, oh, okay, this is coming up. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, where can I get that sex with? <laughs> right. Just saying, not even regular couples, I feel like, would have that kind of sex Oh, life. yeah, it was like, whoa, okay, we're jumping right into it. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, I thought that was, like, how he handled it, it was, like, not what you anticipate a person to have right a reaction but like i know he like his was a huge tragedy like hers obviously was too but i feel like he dealt with it in a way yeah more so than he did um do you think that since he met dahlia even if he hadn't told her about what happened that he like healed in some way yeah like the only reason i say that is because of the the conversations he started to have with his dad that i think aided in his healing like where he kind of stood up to his dad and was like no you're gonna stop asking to buy her car you're gonna like i go and visit mom all the time you never do like i just think a lot of it had to do with dahlia in his life and i think he started to like question his dad's choices and 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 decisions and I don't think he would have done that without Dahlia. Like kind of like stand up to him more? Yeah. Because he like when he was talking to Dahlia he was like telling her about what happened he was like talking about how like he was groomed from a young age to take over his dad's company mm-hmm. but with like the youngest child being like the favorite you you kind of have to, like, compete and try and, like, be the perfect child and, like, 
do whatever that parent pretty much wants yeah. you to do, even if you don't agree with it. And exactly. Yeah, I feel like he kind of was, like, living in that kind of, like, motion. Yeah, I agree. Until he met Dahlia. Because, like, yeah, he he's basically the same person as he was when he, like, first met her. Yeah. But he's pushing back in different ways that he never did before. Exactly. Because he never did that to his dad. No, and I think it was important for him to do it in terms of healing and in terms of, like, really taking control of the company and making it work for him a little bit more. I think kind of maybe he might get his dad to somewhat deal with his issues. Mm-hmm. His dad's not oh, dealing yeah, with them at all. Rehab, yeah, which is good. So yeah, because his dad like basically, around, it sounds like around the times of their deaths, he just like drinks. Yeah. Like he drinks a lot anyways, but he it yeah. sounds like he like he just really shuts just shuts down and like just drinks only yeah, for a long time, like during like that month or so. Which, yeah, is crazy in itself. Right? Um, yeah, I guess I brought up our last point on that one. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, okay, so kind of like going back to like somewhat near the beginning Kinda, of the yeah. book. Um, I really kind of put these in a different order than I thought. But anyways. Um, so beginning, like the whole story pretty much, or at least the beginning of their story is around him wanting to buy her bar. Right. And she's like, fuck you, no. Yeah. And that's basically, um, she said it a little politer than I did, <laughs> but did that she? was basically the underlying statement. Yeah. Um, so, and he was very obviously persistent, being like, you do it my way, like, we're gonna meet, like, no, like, I'm not gonna take no for an answer. I'm gonna try and like win you over to the fact that mm-hmm. you're gonna submit to me and just sign your bar over to me. Right. And as he was thinking that, he also was thinking of having her on her knees in front of him. So there's that too. That's true. Um, you had made a comment earlier, like when we were talking yeah. about it, um, that you thought it was like fast from going like from hatred to going to dinner. Yeah. Um. Wanna. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just it. felt like she was so you know, open. The like the start of the book, she's very strong willed. She's like, screw this guy. He why does he keep bugging us? I'm not gonna sell my bar. Mm-hmm. And then the second she sees him, she's like, oh, he's good looking. And yeah, he that's he was great. Um, but she's like, no, I don't know why I'm acting like this, which is fine. That's a normal human reaction. But then all of a sudden, he's like, being demanding. You're coming to dinner with me, and she's like, no, you. You should ask, not make me, or yeah. not demand it. And then next thing you know, she's like, "Come to dinner." And then she, I feel like she keeps having these internal debates, like, "No, I'm a strong woman," which is true. But I just was—it was just seemed really fast for her to be like, "Okay." And then the next thing you know, like literally their second encounter, they're like in the back of the car, just. Yeah, I thought that was it. way more. I agree. I think she was like, because like her friend was the one that was like instead of trying to, like, argue with him and say no to him all the time about, like, the bar, try playing a game with him in a way of being, like, playing along with him and then kind of, like, being, like, some way of destroying him in a way is what I took from it. That's probably not exactly what she was meaning, but, like, kind of, like, work it so that you can get him to submit to you. Oh, right. Like, play play, play this hand. side of the yeah. coin. Yeah. Whereas he I was trying to play saying. her... 
to submit to him. They were both giving, playing their own game. So then her friend was like, well, you should do that to him. Right. So then she decided to do the dinner thing. But then when she was at dinner, I felt like she started off strong and then kind of yeah. like became softer and then kind of brought back up again. But then they were in the limo or whatever it was. Yeah. And then her defenses went down. Oh, totally. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get your physically attracted to him and all that stuff but it's like and at the same time I guess a strong argument can be said that like just because she gave into like physicality with him at that point doesn't mean she wasn't still sticking to her guns and being a strong woman which you can do both I guess but I just found her to to feel repulsed by him at certain times and then other times she was kind of you could tell she was feeling sort of endeared towards him and I just, I was kind of like, oh, I don't really want you to like him quite yet. I want you to play harder to get. I want him to work for you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think he did, ultimately. I think he did. Sorry, I mean, to put it all in that one word. <laughs> yeah, like, I know he said in the limo, too. He's like, as, he's like, I know your, like, mouth or whatever is saying no. Yeah. But he's like, but you're probably saying something oh different. God. Which is true. Sometimes, like, you sometimes you can't control how you physically feel, but when 100%. You're, where your mind's being like, fuck you, you're an asshole, and then your body's like, I just want to sleep with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's me. true. That's true. And, like, I guess in a way, like, he didn't physically say it, and, like, he didn't fully, like, it wasn't said, like, the battle as much with him. Yeah. But just from how he was acting, I think he kind of, like, had that struggle too. Right. No, I agree. But oh, like, he definitely did. You could tell. Yeah. Which he like you kinda wished that they like since she went in so much depth with the battle of wills in like Dahlia herself. Yeah. That you kinda got that a little bit more with him. I agree. Like him trying to like her playing hard to get and him he I would say though he put in some good effort there. Like Oh yeah. He definitely tried. I think so. Especially since... He broke down a lot easier than she did in the long run. Yeah. Because I figured... I I don't know. I kept comparing it to, like, a whole Fifty Shades of Grey, Christian Grey scenario, where he's very, like, sticks to his guns, doesn't really give, like, make... I don't know. Yeah. And, like, I guess in comparison to that, like, I never read the books for Fifty Shades past... The first one, because okay. I personally don't like the writing style of that author. That's fair. Like, I'll never read any of her other books. <laughs> but I did read a book, from, like, a book series from Sylvia Day that's, like, pretty, like, okay. I think in par to that. Okay. But, um, I watched the movies of Fifty Shades. Yeah. Hate the first one. What? I, I don't that love the best one. I don't think, I don't love the first one. <laughs> I actually like the last one the most. Well, that sounds good. And then it's the second. It goes down that way. Third, second. Well, the second and the third. Okay, I watched them last weekend. Really? Yeah. What? Because um, I felt like it. But anyways, <laughs> so she had, like, their relationship in a way had similarities to this relationship in the way that, like, Anna basically, like, at certain points, not a lot, like, this girl, like, Dahlia got did it a little more. Yeah. 
but there was like this like she'd be like no i'm gonna pay for this or no i'm coming down at 5 30 not five or right. whatever she kind of like would stick to her guns and be like no i'm not doing this yeah to try and get his domineering like i'm you follow my rules kind of thing <laughs> right and like Dahlia kind of did that with Damien. She's like, no, ask me to dinner. Don't demand right. it. It's like I'm not gonna come. Yeah. You know, and then she still did, most of the time. Um, or like the one time where Dahlia like paid for his sandwiches and then right. was like, why'd you open the door for me or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or pick the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I thought it was like I found comparisons between them in that way. That's fair. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of cool. Because I was like... I like, had to... Yeah, sorry, go. Oh, no. I had to say I like that she made her have, like, be... Like, have money. Because, oh, like, be a millionaire, yeah, too? Yeah. Because I felt that made them more evenly matched. Yeah. Like, she was this, like, badass woman in the bar. And then she basically got to... Um, I'm way ahead of you right now. <laughs> she didn't need to rely on Damien to, like, pay for things for her. She just had to do it herself. And I really liked, I really liked that. Yeah, like, she, there was this one part of the book where he bought her shoes. Right. And she's like, I'm perfectly capable yeah. of buying my own shoes. And he's like, well, I didn't buy it because I know you can't buy them yourself. Right. He's like, I wanted to buy them for you yeah. because I... Like, he had his own reasons, and he's, like, it, like he just wanted to. Yeah. It wasn't a fact of, oh, these are a really expensive pair of shoes. I know you can't afford it. Yeah, I'm going to really like them. Yeah, I'm just going to buy them for you because I know you can't afford them. It's more of, you weren't going to buy them for yourselves, but I could see that you really wanted them. You yeah. have money, and I know you do. Right? Yeah. But, like, honestly, like, I really, you want them. I want you to have them because you love them so much. Yeah, and exactly. I, he also mentioned how he really wanted her to wear them when they had sex. So, so there you go. It was also somewhat for him. Yeah. So, like, I, yeah, I agree. I like the fact that, like, she was not as rich as him, but she was, like, I feel like more very on, comparable. Yeah. More on his playing field in regards to money. I feel like she had a nicer car than him. I can't remember what kind of car he had. I don't remember what he had. She had a Jaguar. Yeah, I just remember her having a red Jaguar. That's all I know. His was black. Something. Right. I feel like there's a Mercedes. Oh, for some reason I always like overlooked what he drove. Same. But I just remember the red Jaguar because you don't really think of a young female getting Driving. a Jag. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why it's exactly. stuck in my head a little yeah. bit. And red. You don't really see red Jags. Red. No. And I'm thinking cherry red too. I was thinking like yeah cherry or like red bright red like bright red. Yeah. Cherry. Yeah exactly. Like being red. This author really likes the color red yeah. I think. Because like everything is red. She calls her Nexon red. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you uh, tweet at her or whatever hey, you people do and suggest that you should do one called red. Just call your next book red. Red and friends. <laughs> Red friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Red friends. <laughs> I'm going to call my book that. Um, but who do you think ultimately won between the two? I think... Or do you think they both won? I think they both won. 
kind of like you said earlier, I don't, I think you and I were just talking about how they kind of met halfway. Yeah. And they like really, what's the word? Um, compromise. Compromise, yeah. But in the end, I think she actually won. I think so too. Not just because the females and no. I think were awesome, but he I think. Just, I found him kind of giving in a little bit more. Yeah. I think in a way, like, when it came to more of the physical acts, I think he, and it usually happens this way anyways, mm-hmm. um, the guys are a little bit more on the dominant side. Yeah, that's true. But I think overall, like, she kind of ruled the situations. Yeah, I agree. Like, even if she was in the wrong or whatever, she still... Like, look at how he reacted when he found out that she talked to his sister. Yeah, exactly. Like. He was just very, like. I think he just, she, I think just changed him the way I think he didn't really expect. And I don't think, I don't think he really even knew so much how much she changed in that she actually is the more dominant and powerful person in the relationship. Exactly. But they are very much on the same level. I wouldn't say that she's, like, way more, but I think she interestingly is a little bit more than he is. Yeah, I agree. So I think she, I, I'd say she won. I think so, too. Which is, especially since <laughs> she pulled the wool over his eyes and his dad by doing a cease and desist on their um, offers by the Oh, bar. yeah, that's true. Even though he technically already stopped asking at that yeah. point, but... Also, I wish I could fill a book cart up, like a oh, shopping cart great. up with books. That was great. I thought that was really funny because this guy intercepted and he's like, he's like, she's always right. Even if she's wrong, she's always right. <laughs> and the guy's like, what happens if I accidentally say that she's wrong? And he's like, just buy her book. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh, I wish that was like a right. man in my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You say I'm wrong, and you realize your mistake when you realize. I mean, you... PK books. Oh, with wine in it. PK, PK wine. Oh, PK Yeah. All right, future boyfriends and um, Ryan, if you listen to this. <laughs> future boyfriends and Ryan. Booze and books, bouquets. Please. If you piss us off. <laughs> And anyway, this is how you get on our good graces. Aw, good to know. And before you talk to us again, at least let us open the ball, one of the balls of wine that you put in that bouquet, and um, open it and start drinking a couple glasses before you talk to us. Agreed. Agreed. We'll probably have calmed down by that point. (laughs) Fair. That's fair. Uh, Or you can be like Ryan, just watch the person struggle opening the ball of wine. (laughs) Honestly. That's hilarious. Even though it happened to me, it's still hilarious. <laughs> um, but, okay, so talking about, like, her being a strong female character. Yeah. Uh, this page hates me. Um, you had mentioned, also earlier, about how um, she takes, like, how she's basic, like, Dahlia's character. Um, how she takes things that are normally things that a male would be as a protagonist. And, like, you did have a quote, uh, um, which I have highlighted. Cool. Shit. This is not the same page. 
<laughs> I was all prepared for y'all. I could probably read it. And then I fucked up, and I'm probably going to find it in a second. Oh, there it is. Um, the <laughs> quote is, well, yeah, so this is what Dahlia said to him. Um, he's like, she was like, once upon a time, the princess knight met an asshole masquerading, uh, yeah, masquerading as a prince. She kicked him in the ass. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, I snapped. Once again, pushing his arm out of the way. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I just thought this was funny because, because I feel like he, because uh, he was like, tell me a fairy tale. And she just decided to take, like, a story. And instead of saying, oh, tell me another fucking fairy tale. <laughs> oh, yeah. And instead of, like, saying, once upon a time, there was a princess, and she loved the prince, or she hated the prince, or something. Like, comparing herself as a princess and him as a prince, she described herself as, or described the person in this little fairy tale she was telling him as a princess knight. So, not just a princess, that was maybe very feeble, and he needed someone to save her, but it was a knight who was a princess. And, um, and how... The prince in this situation was an asshole. And just taking kind of your normal fairy tales that we tell and and turning around to be like the protagonist is not just a princess waiting for someone to save her. It's she's gonna save herself. <laughs> Which is where I think Disney's trying to go with their stuff now. Oh yeah, totally. But totally. as much as I still love the other versions too. But yeah, no, I agree. Like I yeah. feel like this is very much a She's like, she's, all of her characters, I think, have similarities in, like, the fact that they would probably, like, view themselves yeah. this way and how they'd be like, yeah, we like men in our lives for these reasons, yeah. but we don't need them to fucking save us. Exactly. Like, we got our own shit, and we got, we can get ourselves out of it, like, we're, the, we're our own knights. Exactly. Shining armor kind of thing. Right. And I thought that was kind of cool. Agreed. But, yeah. Um. Okay. So this bugged me through both times I read this book. Okay. Okay. So, like, uh, the family. Okay, so. Yeah. The book starts off with Damien's dad tasking him with getting the bar from her. Right. And she's like, no. And she's never met Damien before, but she's heard um, of him. Right. And she just remembers her dad saying, never trust a fox. They, they live up to their name. They're sly, Dahlia. Cruel and cunning. Whatever you do, never ever trust them. And, like... And then... You, at one point, Damien's dad is basically, like, um, her dad's gone now, so she should be easier to get the bar from. Yeah. Um, like, her, like, some, I can't remember exactly what he said, I didn't copy that down, but, like, he didn't like her dad. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah, totally. (laughs) I didn't understand it, but, like. They never said why her his dad, Damien's dad, wanted the bar. Yeah. So bad. never mentioned it. Nope. At all. 
And it never says why her dad, like, how they met. Right. Like, why her dad has an opinion of him. Yeah. Like, I can see maybe as a business decision and, like, maybe branching out from, like, the strip clubs and, like, stuff. Like, having, like, a bar that's, like, not like that. Yeah. But I don't think that's the reason. I don't think so either. And, like, you don't know. Yeah, that's true. And you never find out. You find out in the second book? No. Oh, that's annoying. You never find out, and it drives me crazy. No kidding. It's like a piece of the story that's, like, not, like, the main folk. Well, to be honest, it's a pretty main thing in the story. Like, the whole thing, the only reason why they met is because his family wanted to buy the bar. Yeah. But you never know why. That's so true. And you kind of wonder if, like, Emma Hart was just kind of like, this is, like, you have your own conclusion. Yeah. You come up with your own conclusion, but, like, Damien will eventually stop asking, and she will fully say no. Emma Hart, tell us. And, like, Damien's dad was like, well, it should be easy to get it from her. She's a female. Right. Which I was like, Right? But she didn't. She prevailed and said Actually, no. she was, wasn't she going to buy the failing bar from Damien by the end? Yeah, so yeah. Damien, they, like, they made so money did from win. strip clubs. Yeah, because, like, she was going to buy the one that he was going to sell. Yeah. Because he was going to sell one of the failing ones. Yeah. And move their business until, like, one of the other strip clubs to, right. like, decrease the amount of, like, stuff and make more money in the long run. And then she was like, she wanted to buy that one and turn it into like a family restaurant that's similar to her bar. Yeah. But more family friendly. Yeah. But her, like, obviously it's near the end, so they, like, it's like saying it like literally right before the end of the book. Right. So they don't really talk too much into it, but like her friend was like, you don't buy stuff like this from your. Like, boyfriend. Right. Or his dad. <laughs> like, that's not going to end well, kind of thing. That's true, actually. So, I thought that was kind of... I thought that was funny. And, like, I think that would be a good idea, especially in Vegas. Because people, <laughs> right? for some reason, bring their kids to Vegas. I still don't understand that. But, yeah. No, that... This whole thing, the dynamic between the parents and everything drives me crazy. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't... Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Any any other points to the book? Because I feel like we've talked a, a decent amount of the, was, like yeah. going through it. It was good. I liked it. Who was your favorite character? Dahlia. Like. Yeah, I agree. Like I like yeah. Damien too, but like I like well, I just yeah. I agree. In I like her Dahlia. books, I like the so, girls so more. Yeah, I agree. And, like, you don't really see enough of the friends to really have mm-hmm. them as a... Like, I could have liked Abby, but she was such a secondary character that... It wasn't really talked about a lot. Yeah, exactly. We didn't get to know her on a different level, so... Yeah. She was just a badass bitch, too. I should have not. I love the whole... It was good. I really liked it. Good yeah. choice, Kristen. Good choice. You did it. I know. I did it. It took forever, but I finally found something that you (laughs) did like. Did it really take forever? No. But I'm being dramatic about it, so... Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be dramatic about everything in my life. But 
Yeah, so since it is the new year. I know, it's crazy. We're recording this way earlier than when this is going to be posted. That's true. It's only the fourth of the month because I leave for New Zealand in less than two weeks. And (laughs) yeah, all the wine, seriously. Um, and all the Aussie, or not Aussie, Kiwi accents. I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, but yeah, no, we're, I'm not going to be here for the, re- like, we couldn't, we had to do it sooner because I'm not going to be here. So yeah, but it is the beginning of the new year and yeah, as one does after the new year starts, <laughs> reflect on the last year. That's true. And I was asked last Saturday, even though it was in the end of the, it was nearing the end of the month or a year. Yeah. Someone was like, "What's your favorite book of 2018?" That's a very fucking hard question. It is. For someone you that reads as much it, as we do, specifically me, but like, I know you were struggling a little bit too. Yeah. I was like, I don't even remember like 90% of the books I've read this year. Right. <laughs> like, I've read over, I'd say over a hundred books. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't. I didn't. I'm gonna, yeah. like, I I'd say know. for sure over 100. I wouldn't say, like, a lot over 100, but I'd say about 100. Because between reading stuff on my iPad, because I go through those a lot faster. Because yeah. I do it when I work out and, like, when I watch TV and stuff and my physical books. Plus the books we read for the podcasts and stuff in the book club. I, I read a lot. So, yeah, I'd say I don't remember shit. But okay, that's fair. But yeah, what was your favorite book of twenty eighteen? I'm literally looking right now just to see what books you read yeah. or listened to. Um, did they tell me when I downloaded these? Um, honestly, I think I have to say my favorite book was. Uh, oh, this is hard. I would say "Then She Was Gone" by Lisa Jewell. Yeah. Mine, uh, yeah. can I just say, okay, my favorite author of 2018 was Emma Hart. Um, That's good. I have to say, Then She Was Gone was probably, like, considering the fact that I fucking don't remember half this shit. <laughs> then She Was Gone was probably, like, if it wasn't my favorite of 2018, it would probably be in the top five. Okay, that's good. Like, I would say Royals, but, like, the Royal Bastards, which we did the second podcast on. Yeah. But I had read that already. You so liked that, that book. So that didn't really count as reading uh, in 2017, <laughs> or 18, in my opinion, just because I had read it back in, like, 2017 or 2016. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, I'll just stick with Then She Was Gone too, because, yeah. I don't remember some of the books we read. But overall, favorite author, though, Emma Hart. Just because I, I don't, I can't choose one of the ones that she read. I can tell you what ones I don't like from her, but, or, like, as much. But for the most part, like, I like 90, 95% of her books. Yeah. And she's, yeah, she's just one of my favorite authors, I'd say. That's cool. Um, But, yeah. I was, I enjoyed her. She definitely wasn't my favorite. No offense, Emma. Uh, I don't think I read more than the like one book of each author this year, though. Yeah, I read like every single one she's got. So 
that kind of clearly tells you right there that she's probably like my favorite. Yeah. Of at least of this year, I was Tamara Pierce is still my favorite author. Because oh yeah, y'all need to read Tamara Pierce. Okay. Same. If you tell me. Like I don't care how old you are, I still reread her books, and That's they came fair. out before I was even born. They came out. I think 1989, I think. What? No. Really? Yeah, the first one? Yeah. I I didn't get the first publication. Mine, my first publication, I think, came out the year I was born in 91. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't purchase it when I was born, but yeah. She's been married for a long time. (coughs) But yeah, besides that point. Fair. (coughs) Um, So we chose quite easily our pick for the next month um so we're getting away from the romance chiclet i'll do Lindsay's glee on that one um we're gonna read i know you know by gilly mcmillan um so i did look this up this time so we don't have to freaking look it up later but it <laughs> um it is a if you look in chapters it's under the mystery suspense uh, section okay. in the subsection thriller. So um, it is back to our, I would say main roots because we usually in our book club a read a lot of suspense mystery books. Um, yeah, this one's, I can't fully remember the full description. Um, obviously, I haven't read it. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, like that's one of the main reasons when, well, not one of the main. Um, <laughs> it appealed to us just choosing the next one for this one um because yeah it revolved around a podcast um his friend or someone died right his friends yeah yeah his, his twin friends or something like that uh-huh. um but yeah it looks like it's gonna be a good one um it's not like a huge long book like you know that karen slaughter one um i read that was like 500 pages yeah that was, that was a long book i love it but, um, yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. Again, rate, review, and sc- subscribe, please. <laughs> and uh, email us at boozeandbooks.com or at gmail. Boozeandbooks.com. <laughs> <laughs> boozeandbooks.com. Um, I wish we had a website. We'll probably have one, one like we said, by the end of... New year, new us. Yeah. Well, we did say we will have a blogger That's true. Uh, thing by the September... Oh. October. Next year. Well, we'll work on it. (laughs) We said we'd work on it during the summer, so it's ready for, like, whatever. Anyways, um, boozeandbooks at gmail.com. It's B-O-O-O-Z-E-A-N-D-B-O-O-O-K-S at gmail.com. This is the first time I've ever said it in a podcast of all seven of them without saying zero at That's all so true so you did it props for me i finally did it she did it <laughs> it only took almost seven months for me to do that hey so i'm growing I um but also follow us on instagram as well that's more of the live and you can dm us on that um and it's at booze and books dot uh, dot podcast um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was actually gonna say that. <laughs> um, booze and books uh, dot podcast. The booze and the books have the regular amount of O's in them, so don't worry about that. It's just our email that is fucking weird. 
Um, and then our personal ones are lind.said and kristen.shu, S-H-E-W. Um, follow us, hit, up, hit us up on there, let us know what you're drinking, reading, whatever else you feel like we want to know in your lives. Just say hey. We do like t- sports. If you... Want to know how Kristen's trip is going? Yes. Let us know. She'll send you some pics, maybe. Let you know yep. some cool wine she's discovered. Yes. She's bringing Lindsay back so many. Who knows? Well, You're not going to have enough room to bring back all the wine I'm sure you want to bring back. No. I'll probably buy and then drink while I'm down there. I think I can only bring back two. That sucks. I know. We might think about shipping some wine. <laughs> Thinking about enough. it now. It's good enough. Maybe they'll do a variety pack. Um, but I will bring back maybe something for Lindsay. Oh, that's nice That's probably not alcohol related. Oh. <laughs> Since, unfortunately, oh, we have fair. stupid laws about how much alcohol you can bring back. Oh. They should just have it opened. But anyways. Just bring me back a nice story. Person opinions. But yeah, and then we'll get back and then it'll be her wedding. And then we'll have that to celebrate and talk about. So many. A lot of things. Yeah. Lindsay just looked at me weird. I feel like you've changed your watch strap. Can you change no, the color? I can, but it's just dirty. Oh. It just looked lighter the last time, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit gray. Yeah. Rosefield. Love it. <laughs> cool story, bro. Bananas, rate, review, and subscribe. Love y'all. This is the end of episode seven. Bye. Bye. Wait, probably not.